Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode number 26 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Last week's episode, I was talking about a storm rolling into Valley City, and boy, did we get a storm. Uh, seems like we're still digging out uh, from all the snow we got. Uh, I would say unofficially, Valley City probably got uh, anywhere from 16 to 22 inches of snow. Uh, I personally have had to shovel or snow blow every single night since the recording of that last podcast, and uh, tonight is probably going to be the first night that I'm not going to have to do any shoveling, no snow blowing. Uh, It seems like even if it's not snowing, it's drifting in and it's causing issues. Um, Had to shovel off the roof a couple times, had to uh, remove some I would say, uh, you know, three-foot drifts across the driveway. And, uh, boy, it's uh, <laughs> it's turning into a very long winter quickly, especially since right now it is currently negative 19 degrees Fahrenheit. The feels-like temperature is actually negative 41 degrees Fahrenheit, and the highest temperature it's going to get in the next three days in Valley City is negative 8 degrees. So uh, this could be classified as a rough winter. Hopefully it will shape up quickly. It looks like in the next week uh, we could be up into the 30s again. And 30s doesn't sound like uh, it's very hot, but compared to what it is now, that's going to be a heat wave. Uh, roads are horrible. It's taken a long time to get the roads plowed out because we've been getting just absolutely dumped on. So this past weekend, uh, we haven't been out of the house in so long that I said, Hey, Chelsea, let's get the kids. Let's go to Fargo and enjoy some Texas Roadhouse. Uh, if you're not from this area, Texas Roadhouse is one of our favorite restaurants in the area. And, uh, We drove to Fargo, and the roads were awful. If I would have known how bad the roads were, I would have probably turned around uh, immediately. But we made it there, made it back, and I'm not looking forward to driving anywhere anytime soon until I know the roads have cleared up. Uh, Last week, I was talking about I had just received a new tripod. And I, in the past, I've just been rolling with a cheap old tripod that I got from uh, a family member and uh, it was broken the whole time I owned it. Uh, One of the legs was kind of wobbly, but it finally got to a point where (laughs) the leg couldn't even be propped up anymore. And I thought, you know what? I've got so much invested into my camera equipment. I'm going to break down. I'm going to buy an expensive, well, expensive to me tripod. And I did a little bit of research online And I noticed that everybody that I was subscribed to has been doing reviews on this Ulanzi carbon fiber travel tripod. And if you're familiar with travel tripods, it's basically a knockoff of the Peak Design carbon fiber uh, travel tripod. Never got a chance to uh, use the Peak Design travel tripod because that one is $650. This Ulanzi travel tripod that I just bought, I paid about $300 for it. Uh, And it seems like on the website, uh, it's probably more expensive than $300. But if you look around, there's uh, discount codes and codes for 
giving them your email address so you can get it down to a little bit under $300 if you try a little bit. But uh, I just got it in the mail. I have had a chance to use it a little bit, and so far I'm loving it. Uh, do you need a carbon fiber tripod? I, I don't know if that's really necessary. I don't know, other than the weight, what the advantages of carbon fiber are for a tripod. I don't know. Uh, some of the things I've seen is it's lighter. Is that that big a deal? Uh, for me, not really. Uh, I know for people who do a lot of backpacking and traveling, they say the extra few ounces really make a big difference. But to me, I hold up the aluminum uh, tripod that I had that's kind of junky. It's not that much heavier than the carbon fiber uh, travel tripod that I just got. It feels a lot more rigid, though. So maybe that's where uh, the advantage of carbon fiber is compared to the aluminum. Uh, and I can't compare that apples to apples because, like I said, the tripod I had before, it was aluminum, but it was junky. It was broken, so of course it was wobbly. This new one is new. It's a fairly expensive tripod. Uh, in, in the world of tripods, it's probably inexpensive, but to me, $300 on a tripod is outrageous. So uh, I can see where... Uh, you can feel a whole lot more comfortable putting your expensive camera equipment on a tripod like this. Uh, the other thing I noticed or I, I've heard people talk about with the carbon fiber is that when you're holding it in cold weather, it's less cold than if you're holding like an aluminum um, tripod. And to me, if it's that cold out, I'll probably be wearing gloves anyway, so I probably won't be uh, that... I mean, that's not a deal breaker for me. So I see that Peak Design offers their travel tripod in the aluminum version for around $300. But uh, if you're going to get that, you may as well just uh, get the Ulanzi version because a lot of people are saying that it's better than the Peak Design. Now, I can't personally say that because I've never tried this Peak Design uh, travel tripod. I have uh, seen a couple... Uh, Peak Design products like their camera straps and uh, some of their other uh, smaller products that they've been selling. And I can say that they are very high quality. And um, if you want something quickly, I would probably order the Peak Design. And no, I haven't ordered it personally, but I did. I was kind of thrown off by how long it took to get the uh, tripod that I ordered. It came from China. So uh, I emailed them because I was nervous, like, man, I, I ordered this tripod a long time ago. I still haven't seen it. I kind of forgot about it. And then I thought, oh, man, I better check in with these guys and see if uh, they're still sending that tripod. And when I emailed them, they said their USA warehouse was sold out of um, the kit that I had ordered. And in the kit that I had ordered, they were running a promotion where you got uh, the new version of the tripod, which has an F-38 uh, clip and that F38 quick mount clip is something that I think I'm going to like a lot because you can just have that on the bottom of your camera. You can slide it into your tripod. Uh, it locks it into place. If you buy more of the clips, you can have like if you have a small tripod on your desk, you can use it for that. You can have a clamp that goes onto a backpack strap. So if you want to store your 
Uh, camera on that when you're hiking, uh, you can do that. Uh, I got a kit that if you bought the tripod, you got a strap clip for a dollar. So I thought, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I'll ever use the clip, but I may as well throw it in there. And uh, they said that kit wasn't in the USA warehouse, and that's why it took so long. But when I got it, uh, it seemed like uh, they had very good customer service. Um, when I received the box, it was a little bit damaged. And I just mentioned that to them that, hey, uh, just got the package. Uh, thanks for keeping me informed on uh, the tracking and what was going on with my order. And they said, oh, we're sorry to hear about the packaging. We can offer you 10 bucks off. And they gave me a discount code, too, for future purchases. So very happy with the uh, overall customer support, even though the shipping did take a long time, and that's just uh, based on geography. If you're closer to China, I'm sure you'd get it a whole lot quicker than I got it. But, uh, yeah, so far I'm loving it. And... Uh, let me tell you, it is a whole lot nicer to be able to use your camera knowing that, oh man, did I remember to prop up that leg just right? Or is this leg going to wobble off and am I going to have to catch the camera as it's tumbling to the ground uh, before it wrecks everything? Uh, I've been having a lot more fun using my camera with a solid tripod. So, um, if there's anything you guys specifically want to know about the Ulanzi F38 quick release system or the travel tripod, um, you feel free to message me. I can test it out or make a video uh, if I see fit. I don't know if I'll be making a video on it. It seems like there's a million videos on this tripod out. And uh, that kind of brings me to my random thought for the week. And that is... Uh, it's it's kind of off subject, but kind of on subject at the same time, because my random thought for the week was, man, is YouTube kind of killing all these creators' creativity? Because it seems like YouTube is just becoming a platform for infomercials. And this travel tripod really made me think of that. And I thought, you know what? I'm guilty of the same thing. Uh, I want to make videos on YouTube that people want to watch, and it seems like people want to watch reviews of products. And uh, it seems like a lot of creators, even if they're not in that field, are moving in that direction just because, hey, how do you make money on YouTube? Uh, Amazon affiliate links, uh, you get the views because everyone's looking for uh, gear reviews. Um, you get sponsorships. People are sending over uh, products for you to try out on your channel. It just seems to make sense, and it seems like the product review category of YouTube is the most rewarded category uh, in the class. And some of my favorite content creators are just product review channels. And uh, that's not surprising for me because as a kid, I always loved the infomercials when they were on TV. I always... Uh, <laughs> I'd watch them over and over again. I love the selling points. I always thought it was very fun to see the new features of something, even though uh, I have been burned a few times on <laughs> infomercial items. I think I've even talked about that in a podcast, a uh, previous podcast, where uh, I remember the infomercial for the magic worm, where it looked like, oh, man, this little uh, thing can uh, jump from your hand into a cup, and it can jump through a hole in a cd it looked like the coolest little companion 
And I ordered that thing off of the infomercial, and really it was just an expensive pipe cleaner with fishing line tied to it. So uh, I have been burned from infomercials too in the past, but uh, it, it just seems like YouTube, every day I open up and I'm looking through my subscriptions. Uh, you can tell when a product is released. I mean, when something new comes out, you've got all your favorite creators promoting that product. And uh, it's just, uh, to me, it would be interesting if uh, YouTube would kind of push videos that, you know, not YouTube shorts um, because people are going to that. seems like everyone wants to compete with TikTok. Um, everyone's got their own version of shorts. It's shorts, TikTok, uh, Instagram reels. I don't even know what is Facebook. They might call it reels as well. But it seems like the videos that are being pushed right now are uh, videos that have a sponsorship or something like that, where in the past when I initially fell in love with watching YouTube videos, it was just strictly creativity. People making videos for fun, uh, not necessarily about products, but just living life, uh, doing fun things outdoors. And it seems like a lot of those videos even if they're doing outdoor things, somewhere in the video they're going to be talking about a product and they're going to be linking it in the description below. And from all those descriptions or all the links in the descriptions, they're going to be making money on it. And I get why everyone's doing it. Uh, I feel like people should be buying products off those links because it does support your favorite creators. But I, I do feel like it would be awesome if YouTube could figure out a way to reward creators for doing things that they love without having to push other people's products. Because uh, the other thing that I find is kind of scary for creators like that is if they review a product, they really like it, but in the future uh, it gets a bad name for some reason, then it, it always feels like, oh man, uh, one of my favorite content creators got burned because they were promoting this product or this service, and now uh, they're in trouble. So it, it always seems like, ah, that's always a bummer when um, my favorite creators are sponsored by products or companies that are doing something that's not ethical or um, just end up not being what the consumer wants as far as a product goes. So my random thought for the week is, uh, if any of you know of a way for YouTube to promote content creators who are doing things that they love without having to promote other people's companies, that would be phenomenal. And I'm sure that's uh, there's no chance in that happening, but uh, I thought I'd throw that out there. I don't know, maybe I'll have a random uh, thought for the week, uh, even if it's off, off subject, because uh, I have a lot of random thoughts and... Uh, <laughs> Maybe it will spark some creativity or thinking um, in your daily life um, throughout the week. So with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to wish each and every one of you a very Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully you're all home with family and have a wonderful time. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>